25 years on the PGA Tour and a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Jay Delsing brings you his perspective on one of the world's greatest games as a professional golfer and network broadcaster. It's the game that connects the pros and the average Joes. Brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Golf with Jay Delsing is now on 101 ESPN. Good morning, St. Louis. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Delsing, and with me is my buddy, longtime caddy friend, John Perlis. Perley, good morning. Good morning, Jay. Ready to roll for another, what is this, uh, show 26. Show 26. They said it could never be done. <laughs> what, 26? I think or... they said it should never be done, but we're proving them wrong. We're going to march forward. We're doing it anyway. Um, we format the show just like a round of golf. The first segment is called On the Range segment. We've got a great sponsor of the On Range segment, um, Golf Discount. Uh, golf Discount, where St. Louis shops for all of its golf needs. Um, reach out to us on our social media outlets. Uh, Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf. LinkedIn is just Jay Delsing. And Instagram is, uh, I don't know what my Instagram is. I uh, just search. We've got to get that at Jay some Delsing. point. Jay Delsing, yeah. What's your Instagram, Pearl? I don't have an Instagram. Uh, at kidding. least I know I don't have you're one. You're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I have one and I don't know what it <laughs> is and go. I don't know how to get it's on About there. the same, I think. Right. Hey, so, tell me something about Golf uh, Discount, though, the new sponsor. It's pretty, uh, pretty exciting that, uh, that we've got them, but... I haven't been to one. I, I live yep. a little bit away from yep. here. And if I'm just walking in, is one of those places where you can be fitted for clubs? Are they going to help you? Is it self-serve? What about the place, Jeff? Oh, a little bit of everything. I mean, first of all, they're very customer-centric. So okay. they're going to – look, if you're one of those guys that needs some help, they're going to they're gonna get, get involved. If you're one of those guys, like, I kind of like to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm ready to ask, you know, so – uh, Todd Bentrup and the staff is great. When I talked to them on the phone, they couldn't have been nicer. They were excited. They knew about the show. Uh, they couldn't. They couldn't be better. They're, uh, they have been and always, always have been St. Louis owned. You know, there's uh, two locations. They're 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 terrific. So. Anything golf? Are you getting? Uh, do you actually take lessons there, or just more fittings? Uh, th- they do fittings, and they have uh, launch monitors and stuff. So I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I'm sure you could get a lesson there if you wanted to. but They have all the equipment to do it, and you're certainly going to learn a heck of a lot if you go in there. Oh, there's no question about that. And they use this uh, GC Quad launch monitor, and it is fantastic when it comes, that piece of equipment, when it comes to, excuse me, fitting yourself, getting yourself fit for some some clubs, it's a big deal. I remember the clubs I wanted to play are the ones that, like, the best player at the club had or my buddies had that were cool-looking clubs. You need to be into the details. That's why you've got golf tech. Yeah, That's absolutely. why you've got these guys. Absolutely. You need to you know do. that stuff you these do. days or you're at a huge disadvantage. You don't need to get lost in a bunch of information if that's not your bag. But you need to have someone there helping you with the inf- with the information that's important. That's what I mean. You like don't have to speed, know it. Right. right. Like your speed. Like these guys at Golf Discount need to help you. You know, if, if you're a high-speed guy, that's important because you want to be able to crush it. But if you're a high-speed guy and you can't crush it, something's wrong. But Loft and right, Lie, <laughs> he's a high-speed guy and <laughs> sometimes crushes and sometimes doesn't crush right. it. Well, sometimes the ball gets in the way and then sometimes <laughs> it doesn't, so we don't know. But um, but even Loft and Lie, yep. length of the shaft, yep. all of that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, oh, the, 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 the guys, they have a great staff there, great uh, uh, PGA of America staff there that can help with all those needs. Awesome. So they're definitely awesome. the, the way to go. Oh. Uh, Let's jump down to our friend at Golf uh, Golf Tech, Justin Hoagland, talking today about club selection. Yeah, a really big topic here, Jay, on players that really want to step up their game to the next level, especially those that really strike it pretty decently well. Uh, you know, every golfer would love to play better, and most go about that process by trying to improve their swing. And the thinking is simple. A better swing will lead to better shots, and better shots will lead to lower scores. Of course, an improved golf swing can help you lower your score, so it's really worth your time to work on your technique. However, golf is not solely about technique alone, as you know, and a a big part of the scores that you shoot is determined by the quality of things like your mental game. You make make good decisions from the tee, first tee to the last screen. Uh, Are you able to hold yourself together with the when you start getting nervous, these attributes along with, uh, you know, your golf swing itself will come together to determine the scores you're capable of shooting. 
Um, but one often overlooked aspect of the middle game is picking the right club, you know, for the shot at hand. And there's an incredible number of variables involved in picking clubs. And uh, many amateur golfers get it wrong uh, more than they get it right. In fact, many players simply don't put much thought in into it at all in the job of selecting a club, not just coming into the green, but, but in general. To simply look at the hole in front of them, get a yardage, and grab a stick without really real consideration for the strategy involved. You know, if you're going to uh, reach a potential in the golf course, it's my feeling that improving your ability to pick the right club at the right time is something that should be near the top of your priority list. So when you think about uh, picking your clubs, your, your mind probably goes first uh, to selecting irons for the approach shots. And obviously you need to get it right when choosing a, a club for an approach as hitting the, the ball short or long with the target could easily cost you a, a stroke or more. Now, with that said, uh, you also need to know how to pick the right club off the tee and around the green. Hitting a tee shot or a pitch shot with the right club is just as important as using the right iron on an approach. The only time on the golf course when, of course, club selection isn't an issue is on the putting green, as we all know. But anywhere else on the golf course, you need to actually think critically and decide which, which club is going to give us the best chance for success. And I always give my students an advice, look, let's get the, don't be afraid to get the golf ball past the flag in most situations uh, and, and, and at least to the middle of the green. Uh, I think if there was no flag in the green, players not knowing where the hole was would really benefit from the game. Obviously, we don't play like that. But if you did, I think the scores would really come down, don't you? This is a, this is an, uh, a part of most players' game that really, when I ask them in an evaluation session, hey, are you normally short, long, or, or uh, you know, of the target when you're, when you're hitting your approach shots, for example? Most are, most are going to say short. 95% are going uh, to play short of the green. Uh, not on purpose, but uh, but they just don't select enough club. And you know, at Golf Tech, one of the things we do, Jay, is we do what's called golf, uh, uh, gap testing. And on our launch monitor system, we can see exactly what averages each club hits in the bag, and and how you can take that to the golf course and knowing and, and applying that chart, if you will, to uh, to making the right decisions and and grabbing the right club to the green. And I would encourage each of your listeners to get a gap testing done, if not at Golf Tech. Get on down to Golf Tech. Get that gap testing done. What's more important than knowing how far your irons go? Justin, that's great stuff. Yeah, and every club in the bag. Thanks, Jay. Always great to hear from Justin. Uh, and Golf Tech, um, same way, a little different. You know, they're not going to sell you a bunch of things. They do have some clubs available down there, but they can fit you. They're going to help you with your game. They're going to help you with your game. And they're getting trying to get folks, man, our weather we finally have some decent temperatures. We got so much rain yeah. here in St. Louis. It's been, you know, awful. I keep um, getting emails about the, you know, the lies. The lies are, are difficult. The our, our question today is about sand because, you know, how much the weather, the yeah. water affects the texture of the sand. And well, things you and like I played that, together so. uh, last week and we're both kind of commenting. It's just not summer conditions. No. It, it feels like spring. It's it's soft like spring. Of course, it's in darn good shape, really yeah. good shape, and it was great, but it does not feel summer. And you were commenting that uh, you're wondering if you're losing some distance or what's going on, but it's just not warm enough yet. That, that yep. difference between mid-70s and high-80s in how the ball reacts, let alone our bodies, is a big deal. Or even 60s, Pearl, for sure. It's been proven that ball, that temp needs to get over 80 for that ball to perform at its best, so... Uh, I know that's true for the baseball as well. It just flies a little further. Um, we got our first adventure and a new addition to the show called Whack and Chase. You so, are Whack and I am Chase. And that's just from you're the player and I'm the caddy chasing the goddamn ball wherever you go. Somehow that Whack makes me feel like you got a lot to chase. I did have yeah, a lot to chase. Uh, I didn't think so. <laughs> thought it went right, I thought I went. I thought I walked straight meat right down the fairways. Actually, that's not true. That's how I met so many people in my career. I hit them. I I hit my ball where the people were. Whack and chase the golf brothers from different mothers. That's kind of the theme behind this whole uh, segment over here. All right. Well, what we're and we'll talk about that. We're going to set up the whack and now, chase. Drew in the threw third. out there. Drew threw out there a slice and hook. Yep. We've had some other different names. So yep. who knows? Like anything else in this show, where oh, yeah. this goes? We're, we're starting with whack and that's chase. That's right. Baby. That's right. And and just as a little teaser, yep. it's all done. We're trying to mimic the really popular show. Oh, 
when did that start? 70s, bro? Yeah. It's, yeah Which most yeah. people are going to go, these guys are talking about stuff in the 70s. But it's called Car Talk, and it's really funny. It's so click we're gonna, and clack. Yeah, a lot of people know it from the yep. PBS uh, channel. Yeah. They still air some of it. You can see things on the website. It, it's just, it's a lot of fun. So people will call in. We'll ask them a little bit about what's going on with their game. What do they want to improve? And then just kind of have a little fun with them uh, when we're trying to figure out uh, how in heck we get under that uh, that golf hood of theirs yeah. and uh, and make some corrections. But at the end of the day, at the end of the conversation, we specifically want to make sure they walk away with some information that can help their game. Yeah, that's right. Um, Hopefully a little bit of fun doing it. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a blast, uh, you know. We're going to make it up as we go along, so it's going to be perfect. That's why it fits the show just That's perfect. Right. All right, perfect. Um, we got the Rocket Mortgage event um, this week, Detroit Golf Club. Mm-hmm. I know that you're a Detroit guy. You yep. lived there for how many years did you live there, bro? Half a dozen? Boy, through, uh, yeah, probably half a dozen. Yeah. Uh, through uh, junior high, some uh, high school, and the first year of college, so probably six or seven, something like that. Reached out to head professional up there. John Gates was unable to connect with him, but... Um, Man, I know a little bit about this. Uh, first of all, it's in a gorgeous area. Mm-hmm. It's in one of the older uh, areas in Detroit. Um, two 36-hole Donald Ross courses. And, Bingo. Uh, I mean, you don't, really need, yep, you don't really need to say a whole lot else. Um, I think it's phenomenal to get golf back, you know, more golf in the Midwest. This is upper Midwest, but... Uh, Remember the days when we go play the Buick Open and things like that? I mean, Absolutely. Those were great, I love that. Absolutely. Great golf fans up there. We had some fun. We had that some was fun Warwick Hills. We absolutely did. We managed to in between yes, uh, we both did. rounds. At, at that, Warwick Hills, that's one of those more traditional, kind yes. of, I would call it straightforward courses. I actually, Warwick Hills, went through uh, U.S. Amateur qualifying and got through that time. And so that remember had Remember how rambunctious that 17th green was? I remember oh. coming in there one time and... I hit a sh- an iron shot in there to about three feet, and the people were just screaming while I was putting. It was just like yeah, playing, you know, crazy. playing in high school. It was crazy. That was I one of the it. first holes on tour yes. that they were crazy. I don't know that it was the first one, but it was one of the first ones, wasn't it? Where it was. There's several almost at every tournament now. The the, the locals try to come up with one hole where yep. they can kind of go nuts, but that was an early version. Well, I can tell you this: Detroit's going to be golf starved. Yeah. I mean, it's got to remind me a little bit of St. Louis. Like we were last year for the PGA Championship. You know, there's... Um, I think the seniors play there, uh, or at least did. They, they I, play... Uh, I don't think so. They, they played uh, maybe years ago they did. Okay. Not any in the last... Uh, they, they play up in Minneapolis okay. uh, at the 3M, and they don't play there anymore. That's going to be a tour event yeah. now. So, um, but Detroit's got great golf courses. Oh, Remember it does. Oakland really Hills, does. Oakland, Oakland Hills, Hills yep. with U, U.S. That's Opens, with Ryder Cups, yep. etc. Yep. I played my high school. That was one of our high school uh, places. I got to play that all the time when I was a kid. Thirty-six holes there as well. Really good golf. There is a there is a bunch of really nice golf courses in. Uh, How in, in difficult Detroit area. are the greens over there at Oakland Hills? Well, I that just remember that green pearl, that par three. But they were monstrous as a kid because I'm thinking, you know, as a kid, boy, I can hit these greens. Well, you can hit them. But then who knows how many times you're going to putt the darn things. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way to putt them. Um, yeah, so golf in Detroit, golf in the Midwest, I think it's great. The tour is adding a few uh, new stops uh, like that and getting uh, this PGA Tour product out to some markets that, um, yeah, they should be seeing the best players come out and play. I think they'll support it big time, and I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully they can catch some halfway decent weather. Yeah, good stuff. Um well, Pearl, that's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. Um, we got to take a quick break, and then we'll move to the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Doster, Olam, and Boyle LLC are a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Delsing here on 101 ESPN. The firm was started in January 2015 by Mike Doster, Jess Olam, and John Boyle, three veterans of the St. Louis real estate, banking, commercial, and corporate legal landscape. The firm was founded on the shared view that success should be measured by client and community satisfaction, not profits for partner. The firm's focus is on business, real estate, corporate, finance and restructuring, and succession planning. Since its founding in 2015, Doster, Olam, and Boyle have been involved in real estate, business, and corporate transactions with a combined value in excess of over $1 billion. For decades, Doster, Olam, and Boyle lawyers have been recognized as leaders in their practice areas by their peers. Doster, Olam, and Boyle, LLC. Extraordinary talent, ordinary people. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. 
Golf Discount is where St. Louis has shopped for all of its golf equipment needs since 1976. There are two locations in town, one in South County just off of Lee May Ferry and one in O'Fallon at Highways K and N. Golf Discount is and always will be locally owned. They employ the most experienced golf staff you'll find anywhere in town. And if you're looking to get yourself some custom fit equipment, go to Golf Discount. They use the GC Quad Launch Monitor. This ensures you will always get the perfect fit you're looking for. Visit Golf Discount today. I got a big shout out and a thank you to Whitmore Country Club for supporting my golf show. I don't know if you know, Whitmore Country Club has 72 holes of golf. There's a 24-hour fitness center and has a extremely large pool complex. This is a family-friendly country club to belong to. There's a kids' club in the main clubhouse right near the fitness center. There are golf leagues, skinned game members, tournaments, couples events are available all year long. If you join at Whitmore, you also get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. And the cart fees are already included in that membership. There are no food or beverage minimums, no assessments. Go out and see my friend Bummer out in the clubhouse. He is an absolute jewel and a wonderful guy that will tell you all you need to know. Or you can call Whitmore at 636-926-9622. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. You can find Jay online at jdelsinggolf.com. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Uh, Jay and John, we are here. This segment we call The Front Nine. Uh, please reach out to us with your questions, comments, requests um, at jay at jaydelsinggolf.com. See how well I can spell my name early? Yeah, I'm just trying to read hey. this uh, this this letter from Gene this week. So Hang on a minute. Go let slow. me get the rest, of my, so get get the rest of my spiel out of here. Each week, if we select your email or your story, and read it on air. The winner will receive Golfer 2 at Gateway National Golf Club, compliments of Walters Golf Management. This week is from Gene. Gene writes, this is a long question. It was Gene. a long question. I enjoyed your bunker lesson a while back, but I'm struggling when I go into the bunkers with different sand textures. My course and nice light has nice light sand I find easier to handle. Last week I played my girlfriend's course and said it was heavy and nearly impossible. This is an extrovert. She wants to give us all the details, which I, I love. I, I love it. I so she's playing another golf course. She's trying is, to the sand's let us heavy understand what the problem is. And here. nearly impossible for her to get out. So she's used to the light, the nice light stuff, and now she's in heavy stuff. Hey Gene, can you call us for the uh, Whack and Jay segment as well, please? <laughs> we need we need Gene to give a, a call in here. Yesterday we did a charity thing, and the course had hardly any sand. And I sculled it, so she went from light sand to heavy sand to no sand. You better have some good answers for Gene here. Can you talk about the differences and how to handle them? So light, I sure can. This is going to be really none. simple. Hey, Gene, quit hitting in the bunkers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. I, I got a little story on that. I'm sitting at our at our little country club uh, in Effingham, and we're going round and round with some new uh, renovations. And, of course, they really did a wonderful job at the net of it at the end of the day. But some of the bunkers were pretty deep. And I'm sitting in one of these uh, meetings. I was so done with people complaining and frustrated and stuff. So the conversation comes up. Well, the bunker's this, the bunker's that, the bunker's this, the bunker's that. And so they kind of turned to me. It was my turn to you know, say something. I said exactly that. Some people laughed. Some people looked at me like, if I had I'm a gun, I'm going to shoot this guy in the head right yeah. now. And I'm not sure how I meant it. I just knew I needed it to come out. I'm like, just don't hit it in the damn bunkers if you don't like the bunker. I I got a great. Story By the way, for the you. bunker and, and is supposed to be a kind of a, a hazard. It is. What's it called now? The penalty area. area. Okay, I got to tell this quick story. Okay. Sorry, Gene. Playing with Peter Jacobson at the international. He's got his young son, about 15 year old. His name is Mick, caddying for him. Peter gets in the first hole, hits it in the bunker. Now, this is a Jack Nicklaus course. Big face bunkers, mm-hmm. steep the whole deal, right? Peter gets in the second hole, hits it in the bunker. Peter gets the third hole, bunker. Peter hit in a bunker on every hole. One hole hit it on two bunkers. We're coming on the ninth. We both drive it in the fairway. And the ninth is this elevated tee shot. We're playing Castle Pine, so your elevation's gorgeous and all that, but not easy to figure out how far the ball goes. And Peter's going in there with his second shot. 
and he hits it a little thin, and the ball's falling out of the air, and I hear Mick in the background go, anywhere but the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was Cody. He's worn out of the bunkers. Oh, man. It was, well, about halfway through, Andrew McGee, who's a friend of ours, yeah. was playing right behind us, and he, he started yelling, hey, do a better job raking the bunkers. Oh, I've heard that before. Oh, I know. I know. They get a little sensitive. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get back to this question. Sorry, Gene. We okay, so over. we have three, three yep. different bunkers, light, heavy, and no sand, and right. Jean wants to know how the heck does she play these things. Okay, so it doesn't sound like she's struggling out of the light sand, which right. is fine. She's but, used to that. Right. So the heavy sand, you've got to get a shallower angle of attack, okay? And what that means is what we, we don't want a long bottom. We want something that's coming from a little shallower angle. So let's assume Gene's a right-handed golfer. So it's going to be coming from the in a little more instead of from up and down, okay? so And, and the bottom meaning where that club enters the sand and how long it stays in the sand is not going to be long as long. So like not a big divot. Almost right. Thinking. It's not a big divot. So we got to get shallow. We got to, Gene, keep that club moving through there, but you've got to take, figure out a way. Basically what I'm trying to tell you, Gene, take less sand. We got to get you right. to take less sand. Right. And how to do that is a shallower strike. It's a little scary, though. It is a little yeah. scary. Plus, she's used to it, and the bunkers are scary. You know, some people would say they should be scary. Like you said, they're they're supposed to be challenging and supposed to be hard. But, Jay, like the advice you've given in the past, what's one of the main thing we want to do about being in the bunker? Get the heck out of the bunker. Yeah, we want to get out of the so bunker. We want to relax. you got to stay aggressive. We want you to relax. Use the bounce gene of that wedge. And on the, on the, the bunkers that don't have much sand in them at all, I, I, I'm not even going to tell – yeah, how to do that because it can just ruin everything. So what should she do? She what you should do, as long as it's not too deep a face, is you should try to chip the ball out of there. Really? Yep, you really should. You should try to not use the bounce. The bounce is not going to help you when there's no sand in there. Because it's, you literally bounce behind the ball bounce behind, and bounces into the ball and you skull it. If I'm imagining Pearl, what she's dealing with with a hard yeah. hard bunker. Sure. That's what that's you, that's what I think it's going to look like. You've yep. had shots when you didn't know. Like on tour, there's, you know, everything you always think is perfect, it's not. Not, right. But there's been times where you're walking in there, and, and when you plant your feet, it's feeling about right. Yep. You get up there and make a swing that you're feeling pretty good about, and yeah. all of a sudden that darn club got no Bounce sand right, on it. Right. It bounces right in the ball, and oh boy, you yep. can get ugly from there. Right. We saw a couple of those in the uh, open a couple of weeks ago. Right, yep, uh, that definitely can happen. Yep. And, and with all the rain that we've had in this area, it can definitely compact that sand, and they yep. can't get in there and fluff it up, so... Yep. That's what you got to do. Good um, question. Yeah, it's, it's a, a really good question. Um, did we already talk about uh, Detroit Golf Club? A little bit. A little, little bit about Detroit Golf Club. Around, I just think it's Detroit yeah, I just like think that. it's great. It's old classic course built in the 1800s, uh, late 1800s by Donald Ross, 36 holes. It'll, it'll be great. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. I got to tell the folks about the new um, uh, Sheep Ranch Golf Club about uh, just just dunes. north of Bandon Dunes. Yep. yep. Is it part of the Bandon Dunes complex? Well, it's owned by Kaiser and his partner Friedman, but it's it's going to be a separate entity. This was kind of like a hidden gem. They had ten holes out there. They oh, have, really? They, and and they've they've um, uh, they got Doke to come in design it. It's going to open this year, and um, it has got some spectacular looks uh, for holes out on the water. Is, uh, I'm obviously you guys can't see this, but I'm hit, showing John the paper. Dang, There's something yeah, out. That's awesome. I, think I haven't that's even called, heard of this. I think that's called Five Mile Point. Yep. I think. So it says. And so it's got a double green out on Five Mile Point, and it and there's just you're out hanging over the ocean. Awesome. Just spectacular looking. Awesome. So, um, well, if, I was up in that area uh, last fall, and you know, you and I were talking. I've never been to Baton Dunes. You've been. I've been, been I've, I've did my entertainment, my uh, Jay Delson Golf has taken customers there. Did they and love it? Had a blast. Had a because blast. the course is good, because the facilities are good, because it's all good. What? First of all, yes, it's all of the above. <laughs> Plus, we did a great job of, it was the first time, John, that I rented an Airbnb with nine bedrooms. I had eight guests, uh, seven guests myself. We had a chef. We did the whole th- nine yards. That sounds like a blast. Spectacular. Spent three days up there. We had a. Um, How hard are the golf courses, though, Jay? Do you have to be a real good player, or can no. can a mid handicap? However, 
it's so wind dictated mm. because they are unprotected and they are as nature you know created them. Coors and Crenshaw did a great job. The Doak has done a course. There's uh, Old McDonald now that's open up there. Abandon has four courses, I think: Pacific, Abandon Dunes, uh, Old McDonald, and one other. Um, and um, and now uh, the the Sheep Ranch is uh, is just looks spectacular. Well, I so, was about 30 miles from that area last fall. I was up there with a buddy. You know him, Don Cato. Does Cato play golf? Well, what do you mean exactly by that? Well, you know, golf, you've got a ball in your hand and well, you tee it up. Hey, this is a fishing buddy. I was up there crabbing with him outside of Medford, Oregon. I fished with Don. Yeah, I, I, he's such a fun guy. He's such a great guy. Lefty. Oh, there. So, so you here's, probably ought to just stop right so there. So here's here's kind of w- one of my Don Cato uh, golf stories. When I first meet him, my dad and him are buddies, and they're actually working together back in retail in uh, in Arizona years ago. And my dad says, "You got to give Don a lesson. You know, he's got a pretty good swing, but the ball just goes everywhere." Wait a minute. When your dad's saying he's yeah. got a pretty good swing, <laughs> doesn't mean anything no, to me. Nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. But Don had because the, your dad <laughs> had a funky slant on golf. Anyway. But Don had the egg beater uh, results that oh, you yeah. were talking about there. Yeah. You swing it, and it could go anywhere. Like Every once in a while, one fly, fly straight, but the majority of them go left and yeah, right. Yeah, but here's a guy that played minor league baseball, very coordinated yep. in all of that. And, you know, fishing to whatever degree, when you are trying to cast accurately, yep. the guy can knock yep. it into a uh, a little uh, a little cup. But we go out in the driving range down in the Ganey Ranch, if I remember right, and he's making these swings. And he actually does have a good swing. And I mean, the ball's going literally everywhere and nowhere, all different directions. And I'm sitting there. No, po- no power either? No pop? Jay, sometimes nothing. Sometimes rips a seven iron like he's on the mini tour. Just whatever. And so I'm looking at this thinking, what? I've given a fair amount of lessons at this point. And I, I was playing. And I'm thinking, wow, I don't know what's going on here. So finally, I said to him, I said, Don, Honest to God, I don't know what to tell you. I said, give me one of your clubs. Now, he's handed me a left-handed club, so it's not like I'm going to swing it. Right when he hands it to me, I grab it by the grip, and the club head spins. <laughs> he had them in his trunk in his car so much that the heat in Arizona and melted his old the epoxy. clubs melted the epoxy. So when he was swinging, the club head was you rotating in circles. He didn't know it. And I'm watching this kind of like, because each time you would like line it up, you know, obviously the club facing generally the right direction. And this thing's spinning 360 on him. But I, I thought never... I've heard of everything. Well, I did too, but I didn't even know. To like so did you go that. hook him up and what happened? He wasn't a lot oh, better, right. but, <laughs> but he had a legitimate chance. Yeah. Uh, actually, Don could hit some pretty good shots, but th- that was funny. And one little side on that as well. He'd play with my dad and a couple other guys. He's out there playing real bad, but they played for a couple bucks. And <laughs> Your dad had to enjoy the fact that Katu was not playing well. I know you have this story because I've heard you talk about you hitting a squirrel or your brother hitting a dog yeah, or something yeah, out there. Yeah. Well, they were playing Don's up on the tee, and right when he's getting ready to hit, one of the guys calls him off and says, Don, be careful. Don backs off and says, what? He said, there's a rat running across the beginning of the fairway out there. Well, they all start laughing. Don pegs it up. No, I'm not, no. I'm not kidding. A rat? He's just thinking about two inches off the ground, kills the rat. Oh. We all don't want any guys, letters all, for the dead rat. All four guys are like on their knees trying to breathe there. How the heck Don Cato could kill a rat in the middle of the fairway? But what a wonderful guy. And uh, so one, do we have time for you to tell one of those yeah, stories? Yeah, you got it. Okay, so yeah. I'm playing in our member guest in Arizona. Don's my guest. I'm a low handicapper. Don's not. So, you know, a lot of member guests, you can't have too much of a difference in your handicap. We had a huge difference. I'd say Don was, whatever, an 18, and yeah. I'm, a, I'm a 1 or a 2 yeah. or something like that. And they had this stupid thing in the tournament. It was a good tournament in general, but they had this thing where you could buy lengths of string. Oh, yeah, I've seen the string. You know, for the charity yeah. or something like yeah. that. That part wasn't stupid, but the rest of right. the idea was stupid. So we would end up, you know, with, you know, 10 feet of yarn that we could start out with and you could move the ball away from yep, something yep. or something like that. I just hated that. But anyway, so we were, of course, going to use it because everybody else is going right. to use it. I'm playing as well as I can play. And I get up there and bomb it down a par five. And so I was thinking we're going to play mine. Don hits it sideways in the cactus and says, this is classic Cato. He says, can I borrow some of that yarn? And I said, Don, God. Should we really use it here? 
I've got mid iron into this par five. Right. I don't think we should use the iron. He says, "Oh, I'm not going to move my ball. I'm going to hang. My, I'm going to hang myself in the cactus because I'm so frustrated." That's but that, that's classic Cato. Just just kind of going off of that. So that's great you know, stuff. a fun guy, a fun yeah. guy. So that was my connection to Bandon Dews, even though I never quite got there. Great stuff. Well, that's going to wrap up the front nine. We're going to take a pause so you can hear from the folks that sponsor our show. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101. ESPN. Joe Schieser has been in the loan office business for 26 years at USA Mortgage here in St. Louis. He's closed over $500 million in loans and specializes in pairing the right loan program just for you. He offers unique loans for first-time homebuyers, VA loans for veterans, no-cost loans for refinances, and even cash-out opportunities to pay off those credit and debit card bills, or even to make those much-needed home improvements. Don't wait and miss your chance to improve your current financial position while rates are still low. Call Joe at 314-628-205 today and tell them Jay sent you. Are you looking for a golf training facility and PGA pros to help you out year-round? Make sure you get to Golf Tech. They've been in St. Louis since 2007 and have three convenient locations to serve you. They've got state-of-the-art video equipment, and you can take your lesson home with you and replay it as much as you'd like. Start with a golf swing evaluation for only $125 and let a Golf Tech coach customize a game plan for you. 314-721-GOLF. You can find them online as well, golftech.com-stlouis. Play better. Swing better. Golf Tech. After 25 years on the PGA Tour, Jay Delsing takes you behind the scenes from the eyes of a pro. Now back to more golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I've got my buddy John Perlis with me here, and we are headed to the back nine. Um, whack and chase, baby. Whack and chase. Before we whack and chase, i got to do a quick... I'm anxious to I do whack and chase. I know you are. Just settle down for a minute. i got to do Whitmore Live real okay, quick that's because they are that's our title sponsor. And um, you join at Whitmore, you get 90 holes of golf. Uh, you get the Missouri Bluffs, Lynx and Dardine, Golf Club of Wentzville, are, and the cart fees are included in that membership. There's no food or beverage minimums, no assessments ever. A 24-hour fitness center, a large pool complex... There's tennis courts, a great year-round social calendar with holiday parties, date nights, picnics, live music all the time, kids clubs. Um, this is a family-friendly, wonderful atmosphere, and you've got to go see the friend of Golf with Jay Delsing show and our buddy Bummer, who is the assistant pro in the golf shop. Uh, he will help you with your game and tell you anything you need to know about Whitmore. There's also golf league, skins games, uh, junior tennis, junior swim, just Anything you can think about family-wise, Pearl, and you and I have talked about this. We bring it up every show, and we continue to do it, where it's a great place that fits in with what our mission is, try to grow the game. You can drop your kids drop off. Drop them off in the morning, pick them up at night. They're going to have a blast all day long. They have a kids' club where you want to go with your husband, you want to go with your wife, whatever, and, and you know have a drink and go play nine holes, and the kids mm-hmm. can go have a blast. Um, get in touch with Whitmore, guys, at 636-926-9622. All right, all right, all right. Whack and chase. This is our... Uh, the golfing buddies. No. The, gosh dang it, what's my line on that? The you golf, don't have many lines, and you just... You the golf brothers it. from different mothers. Uh, okay. Whack and chase. Okay. That's what we got so going I'm here. So I'm whack. You're whack because you're the guy that hits it. I'm the caddy. I chase it, so we're whack and chase. Okay. That's how that goes. That all doesn't right. mean we, whacking isn't good. It might, you know, we, we weren't going to call it pure and caddy. We had to come up with something with a little bit of a... <laughs> that wouldn't have necessarily been appropriate either. Yeah. So, so. so the, the thing is, we're going to have, have call-ins. They're going to call us up and give us a little bit of information about their golf game. And you and I'll chime in once in a while, chime in to see how we can help them a little bit. But we want to have some fun with it. We're going to dig around the edges a little bit. You know, it's not just that simple if you're pulling it or you're pushing it. There could be other things going on in life that are causing pulling. That's right. Don't look at me like that. You know darn well other things in life can be affected, whether there's a pull, a push, or a chunk. Nothing. Or, I never had no, anything in my other life that ever affected my game. Other than you, with the girls oh, and uh, everything else going on all the time, we'll leave all that out. That's why we're going to have somebody call in. You have a we'll, couch? That's kind of Maybe that's what this should be called, the whack and chase couch session. Couch hour. Yeah, that, that, that's what <laughs> this could be. Absolutely. All right. Well, we've got a caller. we got a caller. I, I, I have no idea how much this caller is being paid to call. Call, but we so appreciate you calling. I'm, I'm pretty sure nothing. And it's our first time caller. Yep. So on the Golf excited. with Jay Delsing show, someone take our picture. 
So what a surprise. We're going to wing it here a little bit, and this is our first effort. So we've got a caller, and we have Dave on the, on the line. Dave, how you doing today? I'm doing great, guys. How are you guys? We're doing just fine. So tell us a little bit about your golf game, and just kind of give us a little bit of an overview, and then tell us specifically what you would like uh, Jay to address. And, again, if Jay goes off tangent, I'll bring him back, and I'll try to fix it if Jay can't fix it. I'm sure Dave is a longtime <laughs> listener of the show, and I'm, I've never gone off tangent, Dave. Go right ahead, buddy, and thanks so much for calling us. No, I love the show. I listen to you guys, and, and you guys do a great job. So, um you know, my, my golf game, I don't play as much as I used to. I used to play a fair amount when I was younger. And, uh, you know, nowadays it's pretty sporadic. And uh, when I was younger, my, my natural tendency was to, I'll call it a draw, but it might have, you know, I, that, that was my game. If I was hitting it good, I had a little draw in it. Well, fast forward to today and I play, you know, 10 times a year. And when I get out there, the first thing that happens is I start pole hooking it. And I can't do anything about it. It's it's uh, once it starts, it seems to you know last for 18 holes. So, Jay, if you've got some tips, I am all ears. So so in general, who are you playing with? Are you are you playing out there and hacking around and, and having fun by yourself, or are you out there with a bunch of other guys? Who are you playing with, Dave? Playing with a bunch of guys, you know, and it's like I say, it's sporadic. But uh, sometimes I play with my boys. Um, I've got two sons that play. Um, now, do but, they have know, the same hook and pull hook problems? Is this a hereditary thing, or is this? <laughs> are you got this all by yourself? I did not pass it on. Uh, one of them is a southpaw, so he's got his own issues. I have no <laughs> idea. Either. But uh, and the other one, uh, you know, he, he is he's got his you know his own problems as well. But uh, it's not hereditary. I, I uh, they've got they've developed their own issues, and uh, you know, mine's mine's all my own. So you're 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 more focused trying to get get it around the uh, the golf course by yourself. So, t- what 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 size are you, Dave? Are you are you a big guy, small guy? And what uh, sort at, of handicap? What sort of handicap? Yeah. What are we talking about? Like um, what what's your play, about what's a, play like? You know, I haven't had a handicap in a long time. I'm probably about a 15 or so now, maybe 16 in there. How low um, was it once upon a time when you played more? When you're saying uh, earlier days you played more, what was your handicap back then? Seven. Seven. Okay, Eight. so you've doubled that puppy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's kind of like our waist sizes as we get older. <laughs> isn't it, Dave? Yeah. 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 Let's let's do that. So, what was your waist size when you were a seven, and what's your waist size now? Is it still pretty similar? Or do you think there's any relationship there? <laughs> They're similar, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean That's similar? Similar? It's doubled in growth. You mean, or similar no, in no. that it's it's the same as it was? It's the same. Well, I good understand. For you. I didn't understand what he was saying. I got to right. clarify these things. We can't. We can't make a diagnosis on a false information. Well, here. it's true, and I mean, he, he may need to drink a little more beer. It sounds like he hasn't gained enough weight. <laughs> that if yeah, if you go, if you're gaining age and you're not gaining weight and some girth, that could be the problem right there. That could be the issue. Doesn't okay, really sound well. American. So, Sounds like I need some Molson Canadian. Oh, right <laughs> there's, on. There's, all, there's never a reason not to need Molson Canadian, that's yeah. for sure. That is absolutely for sure. So how about the distance-wise? Are, are you getting, is, the, is that pull hook going further, which it tends to do? Or are you, have you lost distance or you've just kind of, you have some control issues? No, the distance, you know, I've definitely lost a little distance, but not not much. So that's I mean, not I bad, really... hitting it shorter and offline. That's, other, that's other, how this works. Other than length and distance, <laughs> everything sounds pretty, I mean, length and accuracy, everything sounds pretty good. <laughs> that's why I'm playing more tennis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I can tell you, Dave, what uh, I was going to... Wait a second, you can't diagnose... Four. We need more information. I'm not diagnosing anything. Okay, Just, I'm the host of the show. Can you be quiet well, over there, I'm Chase? The, I know you're so excited I'm about the, this segment. I'm the... Uh, what am I? On this I segment. don't know what you are, <laughs> okay. but you're talking a hell of a lot. That's for sure. Here's you're what, the Ed McMahon. Yeah, exactly. Here's what Butch Harmon told me. Sure, I'll help you. And if I help you... Tell everybody that we've been working together. If you keep playing like crap, tell them we never met. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. That should be our that, that should be our tagline for this wagon yeah. for sure. You yeah. think Butch will mind if we steal that from him? Uh, yeah, Butch has probably stole it from someone else, and <laughs> okay, we know it wasn't so original. Still, yeah. We're okay. Yeah, we're okay. no, absolutely. Well, there's there's um. There's some good stuff here, and I, I definitely have some things I could probably help you with. I think I have a few more questions before we. I'm start sure you do. Them. Go right ahead. Okay, so. Have you are you using the same clubs now that you used back when you were a uh, seven or eight handicap? 
<laughs> You're going to laugh, but yes, I am. Okay, uh, see, see, that's why we have to keep digging here. This is the as-is, where we are now uh, in, in, in business. This is the awareness factor. That before we get into, well, vision, dreams, goals that we're after, and how we're going to move from where we are to where we want to go, this stuff has to be discovered. So Absolutely. now that I'm, I've dug into that just a little bit, we might go back to a little bit more of the as-is, our current state, our current reality. But what are some of the goals that you've got for your game? What are the expectations when you get out of that car at 6 o'clock in the morning to go play with your boys or some buddies? What yeah, are your so expectations? What, yeah, so let me ask you this, Dave. What makes it fun? I mean, obviously, we're male. We like to compete. We like to shoot a, a low score. You, but only playing 10 times a year, you've got to have some, some – we might – you know, some – Maybe less. We're male, so we want to compete. I'm not leaving that alone. You got four daughters. Everybody I, I, wants to compete. I do. No, no, no. That's not is true. It male or I female? had a couple is daughters. It male or female? I had a couple daughters that did not want to compete. Oh, okay, well, okay. So yeah. it's not a male I'm, female thing. No. Okay. No. All right. That's great. I really. I, I don't we'll know. Leave that alone. Let's move to the next. Go ahead, page. Dave. You start talking. I'm going to sit down and let you enjoy. So yeah. Adam's. What are the expectations? What do you when you get out of the car in the morning? You're driving to the golf course or the night before. What are you wanting to happen out there, Dave? Well, I like to. You know, I like just hitting good shots. I mean, I, if my score doesn't reflect great shots, you know, because my my short game is not good or I'm not putting well. Honestly, I have a much better time when uh, when I'm hitting good shots, especially you know in the fairway and if I if I find the fairway. But if I'm hitting good tee balls and hitting good you know irons, that I get more satisfaction out of that than making putts. Honestly, I know that doesn't help. You know, if you want to score well, you gotta you gotta hit putts. But that's where I get satisfaction out of it. And uh, you know, I'm I'm sort of uh, lost in that regard. You know, now it's. I hit and miss. There's some times where I can go two or three holes and hit some great shots, and then it's, where you know, then it's gone. Where did that go? So really, what we're trying to do is we want to get that ball hit back on the club face and get back where you can kind of get yourself around the golf course a little, a little easier, a little more conveniently, and not not in so much trouble. And you've got good expectations on your short game. You're not practicing a lot. You're not playing a lot. So it sounds like you got a pretty clear head about what the expectations are other than wanting to hit good shots, which does take some practice. But, okay, I think we have a sense of kind yeah. of where he's at, what he's after. Yeah. Got some information on him. We haven't, how tall are you? We needed to know how tall you are for sure. I am uh, six foot two. Six okay. foot two. And okay, you've got clubs that you use when you were 12. That's what we've established yep. so far. Well, <laughs> well, right. And first of all, I will say this. That's really important. I know it doesn't sound important. That really is important. The fact that you were able to hit those clubs at one time, I'm sure we can give you a couple things today that will let you like get go them. to Golf Tech, go to However, Golf Discount, go to Golf Discount or Golf Tech. Yeah, and okay. and um, those are those are uh, our sponsors. It just Dave. makes it yeah. it, nice. it just makes it uh, so much easier. But um, you know, one of the things I, I'll never forget this. I was at a cocktail party and and I really didn't know what I was supposed to do at these things. I was a rookie on tour, and I listened to a guy say to Lee Trevino, "Hey Lee." I don't know what, I got this five wood and I keep pulling this five wood. I don't know what to do. And Lee said, aim farther right and walk away. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, one, one of the things that we got to do is we got to check two things that come to mind straight away. We got to check your alignment, Dave, and we got to check your ball position. So what I'm guessing, the fact that you pull all the time is that you're aiming too far. You're probably doing the opposite thing of what you think and you're aiming too far right. And more times than not, because of there's that pull, your ball's probably too far back in your stance as well. Now, it could possibly be too far up, but I'm going to give you the guide so that you can figure it out when you get out What's there. home base he's looking right. for? Right. So you're talking about, you're, we're talking about a six or seven iron. So universally, that's considered a spot where we put it in the center of your stance. Okay, so Dave, what we got to do is we got to get a club laid on the ground. And we got to get your feet, knees, hips, and shoulders stacked on top. Can you of that trust club. your sons to line you up, Dave, or should you have a club on the ground? What's are they are they even going to care enough to watch you watch your swing? Oh no, D- Dave, <laughs> Dave, you don't even need to don't don't use your sons. Let me jump in there, uh, Chase, and tell you don't use your sons because they they may not care. They may not want you to play better because you might be gambling with them. And I don't know how old they are, but do this yourself and get yourself your your shoulders, uh, hips, knees and feet stacked on top of each other, and then put that ball in the center of your club uh, face. And I will promise you, somewhere in those two little fixes, your world's going to look different. 
And then I, I like it. Go ahead. I said I like it. No, I, I you know, honestly, I, I, as you were talking about having the ball, you know, aiming too far right and having the ball too far back in my stance, I was imagining myself over the ball, and I, <laughs> I think you're right. No, that, oh, he, th- he Whoa, thinks you're oh, right. Wait a oh my God! Of course you're right. You you're remember? Jay, you this remember, is the Jay Delsey golf show. You remember what show you're listening to, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but what what happens? Can he do that while he's playing with his with his? Well, his here's what I was just gonna, here's what I was going to recommend, because you're going to catch a world of flack if you try to do this out on the golf course. I'd do it anyway, though, if you needed. Yeah, to. Yeah, right. I mean, they're your friends. They've probably seen you in worse positions than this anyway. <laughs> and, and, but what I was thinking was try to get out there five or ten minutes early, you know, and get that club on the ground. You're going to recognize how weird and different this thing feels. Yeah, that's Dave, true. Dave, 100%. True. And then I'm going to tell you something that is really crazy, but I, I'm telling you it works. If it starts feeling comfortable while you're playing, it's wrong. Hmm. Okay? Because you're going to hit a couple good ones on the range. Here's the process so you got to go through, bud. Keep, start swinging, and there is a chance at the very beginning you're going to hit some way left. Because you've been swinging like this for a while, you said. You've been compensating for aim and right, so then it's still going to be grooved over Yeah, there. so as you start getting back into the target, you're, this thing will work itself out. It really and truly will. What you got to be careful for, for and of is when you get on the golf course, you got to watch so that you don't get comfortable and start aiming if out to the right If you're comfortable, you're doing it wrong. That's yep. what he's trying to say. I want you to try yep. to be. I want you to be in that spot where you're just uncomfortable enough that it kind of keeps you on your toes, Dave. You know, how I mean? many rounds before it gets comfortable, Jay? How many? How many days? How many rounds before it could actually get comfortable to where he feels like, okay, I got this thing. Well, here's what's here's what'll happen. I don't know because everybody's a little different. Yeah. You know how I was. Once I got my fix in, I felt like I could go Pretty out quick. and play with it right Pretty away. Quick, yeah. Some folks not so much. But yeah. what what will happen? And you got to call us back in and let us know. But what'll happen is. You're going to go out, and you're going to nail a couple of drives and a couple of iron shots, and it's going to get you to want to play more golf. Yeah, there you go. And that's, I really that's think it will. That's why we're doing the show right, I really right think there. It will. Dave, does that sound like that's something you can do? It does, definitely. I uh, And I, I like the idea of playing more golf, too. Yeah, well, I well, got to tell you, we can, we can make that happen. We can... Um, uh, just stay right in, in and get a question. Stay in, in, t- stay in touch with us. We're, we're starting to get quite a few questions, but if you write in Jay at jdelsingolf.com, we can get um, uh, get you out at um, uh, Gateway National. It's a great with track. One of just, your buddies, just on the east side, yeah, or, or oh, you know, your sense, fantastic. yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks, awesome. Dave. Appreciate Thank the heck guys. out of you calling in. Thanks uh, for being the uh, first one ever on the waking, uh, wacky, wake, wake, and chase. Wakey, uh, wet, uh, wow. Segment of the God, hey, hey, D- hey, Dave. Let, Dave, let me ask you: Have you ever we done ra- drinking while we're doing this? Dave, segment? have you ever done radio? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Dave. We sure appreciate it. Have a great that evening. Was a great. You guys have a great show. Or a morning, you, evening, whatever. Appreciate the tip. Bye, bye. Okay. Hey, that uh, worked out great. I, I love that. That was really fun. You know what? Meat, that's... What do you think about that meat? Yes, thumbs up. Yes. We got to get out of this segment. We'll talk about it when we come okay. back. Get, all right. Get we got to get out of the segment. segment. This is a back... I'm so pumped up. <laughs> Let's just go straight to the next segment that, and talk about it. That, that'll wrap up the back nine. This is Golf with Jay Delson. Come back on 101 ESPN as we go into the 19th hole. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company is proud to be an official sponsor of 101 ESPN's newest show, Golf with our friend Jay Delsing. Just like Jay, Urban Chestnut is born right here in St. Louis. With three local brewing and restaurant locations, you won't travel far to sample straight from the source. If you're heading out to the links this weekend or if you're just in the mood for a classic German-style beer, grab a four-pack of our fresh, refreshing Zwickel Bavarian Lager wherever craft beers are sold. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri. Prost! Golf Discount is where St. Louis has shopped for all of its golf equipment needs since 1976. There are two locations in town, one in South County just off of Lee May Ferry and one in O'Fallon at Highways K and N. Golf Discount is and always will be locally owned. They employ the most experienced golf staff you'll find anywhere in town. And if you're looking to get yourself some custom fit equipment, go to Golf Discount. They use the GC Quad Launch Monitor. This ensures you will always get the perfect fit you're looking for. Visit Golf Discount today. It's time for the 19th hole on Golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill. 
Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill, the best burgers in town since 1986. Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill, the best burgers in town since 1986. Well, thanks for staying with us. This is uh, Welcome Back to Golf with Jay Delsing. We've just finished 18 holes, and we are headed to my favorite part of the day, the 19th hole. Um, I got Pearly with me. Right, um, I'm ready. I'm ready. Pearly, Mike Duffy's is the official 19th hole of the show. Great spot. Mike's got two places, one in Richmond Heights, one in Kirkwood. Uh, Mike wanted the original store in Kirkwood was opened in 1986, and he just wanted a cool place where nice people can serve you good food. You can come watch the game and be treated like family. Awesome. And so, uh, yeah, mission accomplished. We've had an event at Mike Duffy's. Yeah. We're going to have another event in July. And um, uh, you got to check out Mike's got um, daily specials, trivia night, live music. Uh, expanded menus all the time, and a hell of a lot of beer. And uh, meat, they got beer over there. So we're going to have meat. Meat is going to be the star of our next uh, I love show that. I love there. that. So, well, we um, need somebody to produce it. The last one was pretty good, but we need to step yep, it up a little bit. That's, that's right. dangerous. So, so, get, so get on over <laughs> to Mike Duffy's. We're looking for dangerous. That's exactly what we're looking for is dangerous. Get on over to Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill uh, and say hello to Mike. He'll be there. He works hard. He's there all the time. He's got a great, friendly staff and good food. So, um... We got a caller, Jay. We got a caller. I think we got we can sneak in one more uh, whack and chase here. I thought the last one went pretty well. Nobody got hurt. We got an answer. The uh, the, the let's uh, do this. The client uh, went off happy, and he's got something to work on. So, who's our caller? Who do we have on the line with us here? Hi, yeah, this is Sam Simon. Sam Simon, don't give your last name now. Every 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 person in the world is going to look you up on what Facebook and the internet and uh, so we got to keep the last names that's probably a false last name isn't it anyway isn't it aren't we safe there right yeah it's okay. a false last name perfect perfect you go by Sam or Samuel uh, Sam. so Sam the way we try to work this is we want to learn a little bit about you and you know kind of in a business thing they call it as is you know the the, the current reality of the situation then we want to know what you're trying to accomplish so Right off the bat, tell us a little bit about yourself relative to golf. We're not looking for a, a biography here, but you know, relative to golf, tell us a little bit about. Uh, Does he need to sign a hippo release? He might need to. Yeah, hippo. Did I say hippo? <laughs> I do what you I meant. I said though. hippo. I think it might be hippo. <laughs> I don't know. I do what you meant. All right. Okay. Cool. So Sam, tell us a little bit about yourself relative to your uh, your golf uh, bio. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think what would fit me best would be a description of uh, I'm a weekend warrior. Uh, Love really it. only get out on the weekends. Uh, probably comfortably shoot high 80s, low 90s, so not terribly too good. But the thing is, I was watching you guys, and uh, I just had a quick question. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't get that far ahead of the whole situation here. We're glad that you have a quick sorry. question, but we got to learn a little. Sam, are you starting to understand who's in charge over here? <laughs> Don't go trying. You want him to ask the question? Should we get that on the plate right now? No, okay. you're in charge. Don't so, go plodding all over. We need to know more about, turf. about about how old are you? About what's your age? Are you an athlete in general? How many mm-hmm. years you've been playing golf? Are you a lefty? Are you a righty? Give us a little bit more info right. to go off right. of. Jay's really good at this, but he needs some some information. The more information, the better. Not the more. The better information, the better answer you're going to get at the end of the day. Uh, I'm with you. I appreciate your time. Uh, yeah. So I would say <laughs> Sam, you're, weekend you're, warrior. You're too kind. Go ahead. <laughs> I would say weekend warrior. Uh, high 80s, low 90s. I am 25 years old. Uh, I weigh approximately 215 pounds. I don't know if that's going to help How me tall or not. are you? How tall are you? Uh, six foot. Six okay, foot on the so dot. You're, 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 uh, you're an athlete. You can run through a wall. So we got that We got that figured out. Okay, what else? Right. Uh, I like to think of myself as an athlete. I don't know if my friends and family would call me an athlete. If we, if we, like threw, a ba- if we threw a baseball to you and you had a mitt on, would you be able to catch the baseball? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're an yeah, athlete. Ca- you're an athlete. Could yeah. you throw it okay. back? Would you be able to throw it back to where we could catch it? <laughs> I don't know. Jay's pretty tall. I, I, he's a big target. I could probably hit him. Pretty okay. debatable so, if we could so catch you, you are officially in the athlete uh, division. Okay, so 25 years okay. old, 6 foot tall, 215 athlete, shooting in the 90s. And he that, said high 80s. 80s. High 80s. Yeah, that said. isn't matching up. He should be shooting in the low 80s, and you're going to get him there. Yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit about uh, how, how many years you've been playing. Uh, so I played... 
I played, I actually played competitive golf in high school, my junior and senior year of high school, but kind of got away from the what game. Were you for about, what were you shooting junior, senior year in high school? Were those nine uh, hole matches or were those 18 yeah, holes? Yeah, those were nine hole matches. I was comfortably playing bogey golf, you know, like 44. My best round was probably two or three over, like 38, okay, so 39 pretty, pretty probably. Much, pretty much the same number you're shooting now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yep, I would say that. So I've, we got I've, we got to trace that history. There's uh, there's we we're looking for a blip, a blip down there. Right now we kind of got a uh, what is that? Just <laughs> kind of a flat line. We got We got to get some action here. Okay, I mm-hmm. got that. I got that. So what what's the question that you've got? What are we trying to solve here so, that you think will make it more fun for you? Yeah, to make it more fun for me. I mean, any advice you guys can give me, I appreciate it again. Uh, Oh, I you, think you, don't, I, you don't want to say that. There's all we kinds of issues. You know, Sam, you probably ought to wait until we give you the advice before you say you appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I would probably say, though, the weakest link of my game is just the comfortability of getting off the tee. I feel like when I do hit it, I'm just – I mean, I'm very inconsistent off the tee, and I'm trying to figure out uh, maybe, like, if it's my if it's an equipment issue, if it's a mental issue, it's – uh, Probably all of the all of the above. <laughs> we want to check all the boxes we'll, we'll so far. One at a time. So okay, so you're up on the tee. You're saying you're not comfortable. So you're up at the first tee. Tell us what's kind of going through your mind and your body. We can do a little somatic response here. And when then tell walking. us where the ball goes when yeah, you miss but it. First, I want to know what's going on yeah, in his body. So you're walking up there. So you're getting out of the cart. You walk up on the tee. Tell us what's going uh, on in your body. Is, is your heart racing? Is your mind spinning? Are you feeling warm and fuzzies? Or is your heart pounding? What, what's, what's going on, Sam? I wouldn't say necessarily that my heart's pounding, but if there's people watching, my heart's probably pounding a little bit. Okay. Uh, I just try to tell myself when I get up to the ball, uh, try to play it off, I guess, with uh, my front foot, like my left heel, you know? So you're giving and yourself a lesson up there on the tee, aren't you? Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking i got to put it here. I'm going to look over here. And then when I do hit it, I, I, I mean, when I hit it good and I, it goes there, I'm surprised the the hell out of myself. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, great. appreciate this the is, honesty. This, yeah, I'm like, oh, great. This is what keeps me coming back all the time. But I'm just trying to look for a more consistent, uh, I guess, ball striking off the So where, where is it going? So you hit that, and it doesn't go. When it does go where you want, is it going straight? Is it going low? Is it going high? Is and it does curving? It cur- does it curve a lot, Sam? Um, when it goes bad, it curves a lot. It could go either way. I could go left into the parking lot. I could go right onto the other hole. Are you saying it can I curve can... left and it can curve right, or it can go left and right with the same curve? That's a great question. See, uh, CJ, you I don't even understand that. I don't even understand that answer. That. You gave me the Delsing Harry eyeball, I did. I and did. he loved and the I question. I still don't get it. What okay. the same curve. So, in other words, you can hit a cut and it can still end up left, or you could hit a cut and it could go way right. But do you ever, do you ever hook it, or does it always curve the same way? Or can you hook it and fade oh, it? Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I can hook it. I can hook it uh, to hell and back, left. <laughs> I can hit it straight to the right if I want to, but I feel like the most consistent thing is like a little left to right. If if I think I'm playing well, a little left to right fade is normally the the wow. path that I like. And, to and see. the high low high ball low ball long high. short. Hi, I try to bomb it every single time I hit it. That a boy. Well, we <laughs> love that about Phil, you, Sam. Philly Mick here. Philly Mick here. Are you lefty or a righty, Sam? Right-handed, sir. Okay, well, I've asked way too many questions. Jay's giving me the high sign, so he's got to diagnose and solve your issue in less than one minute. So get your notepad out, Sam, and get ready. Yeah, so, Sam, okay. here's what we got to check. We got to check. It's going to sound – we're going to go back to the basics, Always the especially basics. without me yep. being able to go back to look at your swing. But we got to look at where the ball is in your stance. Well, first of all, quit caring if anybody's watching you. That's yeah. the first thing. Uh, well, the other thing is be a, try to get back to being an athlete and try to hit this ball hard somewhere. First and foremost, hit the more solidly that you hit the ball, Sam, nine times out of ten, it's going to go straight. Very seldom do you pound one off into the bushes. Um, so check out where that ball is in your stance and make sure that that thing is not too far up in your stance with your driver. We just want to get it just around the left toe to maybe left heel somewhere in there. The other thing is, Sam, check your weight and your balance when you come through. Oftentimes, guys wind up you know, being able to swing and not being able to stick their finish, so to speak, so your weight doesn't get through to your left. 
sometimes the fact when when you tell me that you can miss it left or right, it tells me there's a balance thing going on. And he's hitting at the ball. Yeah, and there's something there's something that's not quite right. So that's why yeah, the hitting at the ball is for sure. And that's why I told you just hit the ball hard somewhere instead of thinking too much about you know your swing. But you're saying stay aggressive, Jay. Let's yeah, just let, let's let the ball get in the way. Don't yep. don't whack at it. Just yep. let the ball get in the way and have a nice big athletic finish. And I am sorry to tell you guys this, but we got to get off this whack and chase show and, and, because and quit worrying if anybody's looking at you. They're not paying attention anyway. They're, they're show, nervous about the next shot they got to hit. Our Don't show's worry about, about it, Sam. over. Sam, thanks, thanks Sam. so much appreciate for calling. And call in again. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate. It. Thank you so much. See ya. All right. So I like whack and whack chase. Whack and chase. Whack and chase. We got to hear what you think about the whack and chase on uh, golf with Jay Delson. We have got to wrap this thing up. Meet. We are done. Hey. We are done. Pearl, there's not going to be a tip of the week because we just gave, we just gave two tips, of, tips the week. of the week. I just want to mention quickly, CleverRx, yep. any sort of prescription needs that you have, go to CleverRx, text, uh, email me, jay, at jdelsingolf.com, and we will help you out, save you money on your prescriptions. Um, Pearly. Awesome. Great show. Fun. A lot thanks of fun, so much jay. for being with me. Yep. Meet, thanks for running the board. And Drew and BYK, your team is great. Thanks so much. St. Louis, let's get some rain stopping and let's go play some golf. Hit him straight, St. Louis. That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday from 7 to 8 for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.